On Sex Positive Me, we explore all aspects of sex and relationships, ranging from fetishes and BDSM to ethical non-monogamy and LGBTQ issues. Sex Positive Me destigmatizes sexual practices and relationships while reconciling reality with myth and misconceptions. Our goal is to educate, entertain, and be advocates of sexual freedom. And now here's your hosts, Angelique and John Luna. Welcome to this special monthly edition of John and Angelique Only, chatting about things we normally don't interview about. So we would just like to describe tonight's horror movie that we had. Correct, John? Well, I I don't know if it's a horror movie because I enjoyed horror movies. I didn't enjoy this movie. I mean, it, it was, I would say it's like watching a train wreck. It was more like just watching a train with a few wheels missing go by. And it makes you wonder if it's going to crash and if it's going to be spectacular or is it just going to keep going? <laughs> it uh, it I, was bad. I, I, I don't know if a train wreck would even qualify how horrible, okay. deplorable. It was so deplorable. That, that, that's the only vocabulary word that comes to mind. I, I, guess, I guess there is a hint of jealousy, I have to admit, that this movie got picked up by HBO Max. So it's it's up there along with, you know, Wonder Woman 1984, which wasn't too much better. But it did have a higher quality value. It, it just, it makes me, me wonder because it wasn't, okay, it wasn't horrible on the production value was what I expected. But as far as the content and, and the choices and then the turnaround at the end, you know what? Let's go ahead and just talk about the movie and go by it scene by scene. How about that? Oh, you, you took like 10 pages of notes. I was just like, whoa, like, well, whoa. Okay. It was released in 2021. So it's just this year, mm-hmm. one hour, 27 minutes. And it was called There's no, There Is No I in Threesome or There's No I in Threesome? There's No I in Threesome. Okay. New Zealand movie, which broke my heart because a lot of great things come out of New Zealand. Frodo, well, yeah, Frodo was one of them, but definitely not this movie. (laughs) Like, if Frodo took a dump and then put it in a box, I think I'd rather have Frodo's than this movie. Was it just Lord of the Rings that was filmed in New Zealand, or were there a couple other movies? The Hobbit 2. The Hobbit 2. Okay, (laughs) all of uh, Tolkien's books. Yes, yes, someone has a hard on for those for, for New Zealand. I can't believe it. the country itself is beautiful. Oh, it was so beautiful. The scenery, the scenery was gorgeous. And hiking and just seeing like the town right off the beach. And I'm like, that is exactly how they sold New Zealand when they were looking for software engineers. Yeah, we almost made it out there. We but almost. Almost. But, yeah. But the gods had something other things in mind, but it's just where do we we begin? How oh, the story of uh, that okay, love. so so let's let, let's 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 set the scene. It starts supposedly um, one year before a wedding, mm-hmm. and it starts at a pool scene, and these two people, a man and a woman, get get up on top, and it's it's like an Olympic setting. It's like they they are majorly high in the air. Like I would not dive three stories off a diving board. Um, but they get up and they get naked and they're going to jump in and she's all like gung-ho. 
he's kind of reserved, but in the end, he jumps, she pulls back, he he ends up at the bottom alone, looking up, wondering what the fuck. Now, there's so many flip forward, flip back scenes, but let's just place this, this is how the movie begins. Then they do some little talk about a manifesto. Now, the, the two main characters are Zoe and Ollie. Uh, Zoe being the woman, Ollie being the man in this, and they are going to open up their marriage. Their relationship. Their relationship. The, before their marriage. Yeah. Two, they've been together two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And they're opening up their relationship for the last year for a few reasons. One, she's going to be um, in a different part of the country. So it's a long distance relationship. Because she's an actress. He's a director. Uh, he's a filmmaker. Filmmaker. Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, documentary. How, that's it. Documentary maker. However, um, that's not the only reason. He says... Ollie was not a very sexual or promiscuous man in his 20s, and now that he's going to get married, um, he feels he needs to get this out of his system. And the moment I heard that, I went, oh, geez. It's going to fail. It's just, it's that is not a reason to get into an open relationship or explore ethical non-monogamy altogether. Even the way they say it, they're like... um, our bodies are, are, are young and good looking now. So, you know, we would need to do this while we can because no one wants to do this when they're old. And my first response in my head was, fuck you. <laughs> no shit. People putting age limits on relationships is, it, it just came off bad straight off well, I don't to even begin with. think relationships, I think it was the whole sexuality thing. Well, like, yeah, they both come off as bi, but they both act straight. Right? Uh, they were as straight as the board, if you ask me. But well, th- there was scenes of, of Ollie did go out and find a date. And, and that went poorly. Because Grindr. I didn't even know Grinder worked in New Zealand. Yes, I know. But the whole thing is he just did not respect boundaries because the date said straight off the bat, don't film me. And he I, wouldn't shut off the camera. He would not shut off the camera. So no surprise. Well, actually, I am surprised it lasted 15 minutes. Then... Um, oh, first of all, uh, we're going to go back to Ollie at the moment. The two of them lived in a very small trailer. Nothing wrong with that. But we're talking tiny house living in a town of 100,000 people. So it's not like there's a whole lot of options. Mm-mm. I mean, I know him in Orlando. There's about two and a half million people here. Mm-hmm. And I still sometimes have trouble finding a date. <laughs> But, uh, okay, so 100,000 people, not a big pool to go by. He does the grinder date, horrible success. Now, they are filming all of this. All on iPhones, all on their phones. So, yeah. And he posts it. They've been doing these video messages back and forth. Like, they either film it and send each other the video, or they video chat. And just by the appearance, um, I'm like, what, 15 minutes into the film? I'm like... <laughs> She is so immature because she she's that free-spirited, I'm going to do what I want, and sure, things will work out and be okay. And there's nothing wrong with the optimistic part, but just she made there's these little comments that I'm just like, all right, something's not right. No, nothing is right with all these comments because I'm like red flag everywhere. And it, it's just – and you could see the chemistry go south between Ollie and Zoe, especially once she's, you know, introduced Tom into the dynamic. And it's well, just – Well, before, before we even get to Tom. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Before we even get there. She's already had one or two um, 
partners. Right. We, oh, we didn't write down the entire manifesto. They, they, well, their manifesto was that um, they're allowed to have sex. With but, same sex. Same sex, which immediately went off the window. Yes. And they're going to, because they're living in different places, um, they're going to be able to have sex with whoever they want. But they need to tell the other person first, which really didn't happen either. No, it didn't happen either. Um, and then when the wedding occurs, they will go back to a monogamous life and everything will be great. Ugh. I hated that part. And I'm just like... I, I mean, I already had the spoilers on this because people have told us not to watch it. But some of us who are educators, we just had to watch the train wreck. Okay, but we're trying to turn this into a comedy for the people listening. <laughs> so it kind of does this little flashback part to where they're going to a BDSM sex party together. So now it's kind of doing this weird flashback thing to before they separate and they go out, and you could tell they, they they say they bought a harness, they bought a collar, they bought BDSM clothes. Um, he's wearing this the, the, this like a uh, big leather harness on, and it's just a series that goes wrong from they they, they were... from the beginning because he couldn't even go into calling her like her slave or Elizabeth or and she whatever. was all about it. Yes, and she was totally, and he was just laughing and so uncomfortable, and I'm just like. Why don't you just switch roles? Why don't she be the dominant and you be the submissive? Because you as sure as hell can't even be a dominant. Well, he he's very unsure of himself uh, throughout Obviously. the film. Uh, Ali is definitely um, feels he's less intelligent and even says it in one part of the film. Oh, completely. Than, than his, uh, his counterpart there. But um, even to the point of they're flogging each other, taking turns to see what it's like. And of course, what we do, we're like, oh, they're doing it completely wrong. We're judging how they're flogging. Okay, you know, so. but, but there's different wrongs. There's like, okay, I, I, I did it wrong, but at least I swung it like I would a baseball bat, or I did. No, 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 no. He's maneuvering it as if it's a fairy wand. That's the best way I can do it. Just kind of making sprinkles go everywhere, and I'm like, what? There's a target. Hit the fucking target. Oh, he needed just a tattoo, a, a tutu. No, not a tattoo, yes, a tutu. Tattoo. He a needed tutu. a tutu. He needed a tutu with that. But yes, also the way he was grabbing the leash. I mean, the one wrong tug, he could have broke yeah. her neck. I well, was just like, <gasps> no! The point is, she, she hands him the leash and says, now pull on it. And he pulls on it as if he was like trying to get a dog off someone who's, who the dog's biting. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I was just like, no. Well, you okay. know, with me and also my my trauma with neck, and I was just like, no. Sorry, sorry. It's just well, it, mo- it moving was... forward a little more. Um, they're separated. I mean, not separated. They're in different cities. Uh-huh. And right away, Ollie in the trailer, beard growing longer, unshaven, kind of looking a Mountain little man. Wor- yeah, and getting and getting worse. Like like. A little bit depression setting in. And then you flip over to her and there's one guy, then there's another guy, there's a third guy, and then in comes Tom. And when they start talking, it's actually funny. Uh, I've told you about everything I do when I go on a date, but I never brought a camera into the room to watch us have sex. No, no, no. And that's what they do. They actually like bring FaceTime, because it was iPhones, into the room while they're having mm-hmm. sex. And then he's trying to like talk to the guy going, hey, so so what do you do for a living? And he's kind of like trying not to make eye contact with the camera, Tom. 
and feels very if, awkward. It was, I, don't, I don't think that was Tom in that one. It may have been a different one. It could have been a different guy there completely, but it's just like, who does that? I mean, unless it's consensual, like, you know, um, hot wifing that you want to see it. It just but didn't. It, it just it just looked like a bad porno, like really, like mirror. Was it um, that somebody and somebody make a porno? Oh, oh, the one with um, oh god, I know that because it came out in two thousand nine. Yeah, um, two thousand eight. Oh. Uh, Zach and Mary. Yeah, Zach and Mary makes a porno. Yeah, so this is how bad. I, I think they did a better job making the porno than this movie did. It was just like, really? It's like. Okay. okay, so okay, move on. Move, move on. on to the next one, of course. We're going uh, through John seven pages of the movie. Four pages. Oh, really? But I want to go ahead and go through this. Eight by ten legal pad. So it goes from Ollie being depressed to Ollie finds a woman. And immediately he turns around, uh, is super anxious, super happy. Uh, the, the new girl's name is Siobhan mm-hmm. and starts video messaging to Zoe, who's been having a ball up until now. And then is all of a sudden like, oh, yeah, I'm happy for you. I'm like, wow. That was that- not compersion. That was a very, very horrible way of compersion of saying that was sabotage compersion. That it, yeah, sabotage compersion. Absolutely, Sab- sabotage compersion yes. is is a new thing. Yes. It's sort of like saying, yeah, I'm very happy you found another lover. Can't you tell it in my voice? <sighs> As I shoot <laughs> daggers. Through my eyes and razor beams coming through like a cat in a spaceship. So now here's a guy who's really insecure. Extremely. Whose girlfriend, sorry, fiance has had several lovers now and he's watched. Okay. And here is the thing that drove me freaking insane. Husband, boyfriend, wife, girlfriend. What the fuck is that about? You're still fiancés. Just okay, it's another it, title they make up. Yeah, the, the whatever. The, yeah, these titles. Okay. Yeah, but it, it, I'm gonna go with you know it's New Zealand. I heard a lot of like you know uh, uh, slang that I'm that I had to put my little translator on. I mean, I knew what it meant, but I'm sorry, I'm an American. No one here says Sheila uh, unless unless we're talking about Army of Darkness because there was a girl in it named Sheila. Um, I think it sounds kind of slang. And blokes. Yeah, blokes. Blokes and. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, th- I think it's cute. Like, like I think the accents amusing. Yes, you do like the accent, but you're you're a sucker for accents. That's true. That's true. Um, an accent is very seductive. Yeah, like I have. I'm a sucker when your New York accent comes out. I always love it. What do you want me to say? Where is it? It's in the draw. <laughs> draw. Draw. I love when he says that. Ooh, it turns me on. Okay, so you, you can guess what we're doing after this podcast. Then it jumps back to Ollie chatting with one of his buddies who is the typical I am for monogamy 100%. Why do you need a girlfriend? Well, I, I have a girlfriend and I have a fiance. Well, why do you need her? Why do you need this? Why do you need that? I'm like, are you his fucking mother? It was just freaking hysterical. It was, but it, it was a real friend. He is just really concerned because he probably knew Ollie better than Ollie knew him. Now, in defense, though, oh God, uh, no, Ollie. In his defense, what he says to his partner is, you know that you know the popular Polly quote that Polly obviously means many loves, mm-hmm. and when you have a child and then have a second child, you don't love the first child less. 
you're able, love is infinite. You can love both of them. He tries that quote, but screws it up. So horribly. And, and, and then yeah. his friends, like, it's not like you're going to have sex with your kids. It's like, what? So Why somehow we you? touched on pedophilia in this movie in a very weird, and, and the thing is, it was sort of like the, the, the drunken friend on the couch who was a little overweight and chubby. Oh, totally. The uh, What do you call it? Simon Pegg's friend from all his movies. Oh, he was much classier. Oh, well, no. When Shaun of the Dead, he was pretty bad. But then he was a great zombie playing video games. So, uh, okay. Okay. So now all of a sudden there's these jumps in the movie where Ollie's chatting with his mom. And uh, let's see. Um, talks about the wedding. Talks about some stuff. And then mentions about now they're doing polyamory. And his mom, of course, is like, what does that, you know, what does that mean? And his mom's like, oh, it's it's when you live together in sin. No, that was open relationship. Open, which Because, yes. So she didn't know what polyamory was. <laughs> and then he tells his mom, just don't Google the images. <laughs> when you look up polyamory, don't look at the images. Now, all of a sudden, we do another scene jump. This... I mean, they need that. I mean, I wish they did some type of like Star Wars fade across the screen. So I knew we were moving to a different location because it kind of just jumps. And next thing I know, they're filling up an enema kit. What the fuck? Okay. And the bathroom was weird situation. Like the toilet was in the other side of the house and the shower was in one side of the house. So he literally made a dash from the shower to the toilet and left the trail. So what this comes out as, as um, Ollie and Zoe are having their first threesome with Siobhan. So just met Siobhan this morning uh, to Zoe. And next thing I know, goes from an enema scene to this weird dancing scene where Siobhan is in a wedding dress to a threesome and the next morning... Uh, boom, it's gone. Now, at this point, Ollie's like top of the world. Right, but it did look like a bad asset trip scene there it, because they even dressed him in drag and did makeup on him. Yeah, it was kind of weird. It was weird. It was. It was It was kind of weird. But then it comes to the next morning. At least, you know, there was no transition needed. Um, There was no sex shown between the three of them. I was like bummed. I thought, you know, there may have been, but they never showed it. Not as much as they showed sex between... Zoe and all her other lovers. Oh, correct, correct, yeah. But so it comes up the next morning that Tom told uh, Tom's the third told Z uh, Zoe, "I love you," and she replied with "Me too," which of course devastates Ollie now. This po but okay, okay, you forgot to put in transition that she waited a couple of days to tell Ollie that Tom already professed his love to her and she reciprocated well that happened then somehow she took the train or airplane back to the town because now they're together at siobhan's place now they had the little freaking um uh threesome what what what, what was the one uh the scene from pulp, pulp fiction threesome it was really weird because it was kind of trippy it was all trippy there, but I, I and then think, the next morning is the confession with the "I love you." Yeah, that was the confession, but still, it took her a couple of days—I don't know, two or three days—to confess to Ollie that, "Hey, Tom said that he loves me." Now that shit wouldn't fly between the two of us. <laughs> Hell no! I would call you up like like within an hour or two, being like, "Okay, uh, we need to talk." 
shit happened and uh and i'm not I w- letting this I, I would do the same thing because i would even tell my partner i'm like whoa 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 <laughs> we're not at that level <laughs> and it's like um no it's like the only one i say i love you and mean it in an emotional romantic intimate setting is just john and that's it i might say i love you to some of my friends but that is a friendship i love you even some of my boy choice i don't even say i love you to them i don't think i have no I, like, I can't say I, i've I'll, ever said i love you to any of my uh girls you know, it, it's been like maybe, yeah, or, you know, hey, love or something. But yeah, it's a hey, love, but not hey, I love you. It's like, no. I mean, there's no way. And that, that was just so disrespectful. So, I mean. So wrong. So wrong. And then it's just like, and to this point, you're kind of looking, who's the villain in this? Because I almost feel that there should be a villain in regards to well, this, but and- not the whole ethical non-monogamy in, in this, I mean, let's be honest. It's to this point, it's two people that went into ethical non-monogamy throughout the ethical, had their own set of rules and wants, are constantly breaking the rules they set between each other, right? And kind of just dumping stuff on each other and saying, "Deal with it." Yeah. So it goes from the "I love you" conversation, which of course devastates Ollie. Now they're having a picnic, so it's like the next day or something, and they're talking about how. Once they get married, they want to have kids, and being a third doesn't fit into it. Right, right. Fuck that. I know so many poly families that have grown up like that, but again, they're viewing it as, we're going to do this for 12 months, and then that's it. We're done. Uh, It's not a subscription from AT&T. You don't just say, I'm not renewing, and that's it. Right, right. And then during the picnic conversation, it, it was just so bizarre because Ollie's like, well, I don't want to, you know, wanker in my child, you know? So they're talking about having children and Zoe's like not willing to give up Tom. So, he, you know, Ali asks, it's like, what is it going to take for you to give up Tom? Because Tom doesn't want kids. It's like, well, we're going to have to have kids. And that's why I'm like, okay, we're going to have kids now. It's like, screw the marriage. It's just get Tom out of the picture. Yeah, so obviously Ali is super threatened. I mm-hmm. mean, this is so far a recipe for disaster. Now, here's the weirdest thing. Up until now, um, Tom and Ali have not met. No. So I'm going to skip a little bit through the film. And all of a sudden, there's a, a, a video of Tom talking to Zoe saying, I want to give you babies. So we're like, okay, shit, crap. Next scene... Uh, Ollie has gone to whatever this new town is. I do not know New Zealand area. No, I yeah, yeah. And, and is visiting Zoe and and Tom. And let me tell you, they had a very nice apartment. Um, if you don't inhale, it was the smallest <laughs> damn place. Very nice, small place, but small. Okay, so <laughs> the three of them start chatting, and right away, uh, Ollie is so uncomfortable. Um, he visits for the night. They go out dancing. It's it's kind of awkward. Um, but also, when they first meet, when he gets out of the taxi, Zoe automatically like forces them to hug each other. You know, so pushing, trying to like force a relationship right away, and it's just like, dude, give him space and time to breathe and do that typical masculine macho let, let what do we got to do sniff each other's crotch exactly you know <laughs> you, you know how the jungle goes huh, 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 you know it's like trying to do that okay, okay. anyways continue 
So they go out, and it is such the weird experience of them being out because Zoe is all over Tom, and for the most part, um, Ollie is just this side piece watching. Somehow flips now to the next morning, just Ollie alone, saying he just had his last night first buy experience. Apparently, uh, Tom is not as straight as led to believe because they sucked each other off, and then... While they had sex. They had sex, mm-hmm. but while Tom was ready to fuck Zoe... He pulled the condom off and basically gave up until now they've been having safe sex, gave Tom permission to bear back uh, Zoe, which, again, as far as I know, there's no protect. There's no no birth control. There's no other protection. There's been nothing. So now they're officially fluid bonded then. And Ollie is near crying while he well, he woke up that morning with the two of them fucking next to him. Then they go off in the shower and leave him alone. And he has this big spiel about, I don't like showering with other people. I'm like, dude, you're an idiot. Oh, but here's the thing that drove me insane. Like several times in the movie, he actually was using some kind of logical explanation to process his feelings, like logically making sense of like, no, I don't want to take a shower with the two of them because it's um, wasting water and then it's cold. And I was just like, dude, there's nothing hotter than having a threesome shower together. It's like you clean Mm, each other. Oh, yes. Oh, God, I miss those. Oh, yes. We have a very big shower now. Yes, we do. It's like, yes, yes. Oh, sorry. Digressing. Now it goes back to them being on, on, on the diving board. And what you realize is this is not the beginning of the film. This is almost the end of the film because um, the cameraman is Tom. So it's like, okay, so that didn't happen in the beginning. That happened at the end. Oh, he jumped off without her. She stood up there with Tom. I get it. Next scene, Zoe says, we're breaking up. Yes, it's been three and a half years, yada, yada, yada. I fell in love with someone else. Okay. The typical stuff happens. Always depressed, yada, yada. Um a lot and, of yada yadas. <laughs> okay, but here's here's should I spoil the ending of this? Oh, I, I thought we had a couple more things before we get into the ending. Spoil. I can't even go there. It's just it's it's just so weird some of these scenes. And the next thing you know, there's other women saying the lines of the breakup scene that we just heard. And there's like six different women going into it. And then eventually the woman saying it again is the woman that we think is Zoe. But later on, we find out it's not Zoe. Her name is Natalie. And although they use parts of the film that showed, um, let's see, uh, the mother, that showed Ollie, that showed this, the actual person, Zoe, was completely cut out, replaced by an actress, and that was refilmed and then re-all edited together. So right now, I feel like, so what you're saying is you did something amazingly stupid, Bait and switched us. Completely wrong. (laughs) And then thought it's a great idea to do it a second time, but on a more professional fucking level and screw this up. It's beyond screw. I mean, it it is just like breaking through the fourth dimensional wall. It was just so No, this is when the fourth wall kicks you in the ass. Oh, my God. I I am just like, I, I, I. Now I understand why others in the community told us, don't watch it. Don't. Just, if you do, be prepared. I said, uh, I was so kind to uh, Kevin Patterson, um, where he wrote this amazing book, Love is Not Colorblind. Is that right? Yes. And um, 
he just said, prepare yourself. And I'm like, you know what? I'll watch it with a grain of salt and a bottle of wine. We just didn't do the bottle of wine. No, we did do the sushi. We did sushi. We did sushi, but, but we yeah, didn't do the wine. We didn't do the wine. But, you know, John, okay. I was not expecting you to take so many notes there. I mean, he was meticulous taking okay. these notes. Because That's- I want to I say, let's, let's talk fair. What was wrong about the film? Okay. First <laughs> things first, poly equals open relationship. No. No. No, that's that's the first one. Second, um, poly or open, whichever you want to, they're doing now because they use them interchangeably, is something you do when you're young and then you grow up and get out of it. No. No. You can do poly or an open relationship at any age. We've been doing it since, I've been doing it since my 30s. I'm in my 40s now. I do plan on doing it well into my 60s as long as I can find partners. Um, and, and it's, 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 it's. God, they make it sound like it's going out and binge drinking. It's, it's not about that. It's like a phase. Like they make it sound like, oh, it's only temporary and that's it. And no, you can't. And oh, his speech at the end that there's no way that to have the, your cake. It cake and eat it too, that no way this could work. I mean, it didn't work for him because he couldn't do it. Or he couldn't even he couldn't emotionally balance it. I, I, I could fairly say that. Okay, well, I'm going to say right off the bat, um, it was a couple that was young. Because, again, this happened five years ago from when this was filmed. Mm-hmm. So another, even if we put another year in, it happened, say, 2015. So they're, again, 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to say, when I say I understood something in my 20s, then I get to my 40s, I'm like, yeah, I really didn't understand that. Oh, yeah, it, absolutely, totally there, all together. I, I'm just like, but at the end, when we discover, huzzah, this is a facade, this whole, like, it really wasn't Zoe, it was an actress playing Zoe, you know, it, it, it just, I felt bait and switched. It was not a documentary at that point. Well... The only redeeming portion of it was at the end, they do show some of the raw clips that he filmed during his relationship. And he admits, wow, he, he to himself that he was a real, real asshole. Because then they show some of the clips that obviously weren't shown previously where he, he guilts her and he says some really mean stuff. And he's like, well, maybe I wasn't the victim in all of this because in the film, he filmed himself a lot as the victim, as the... Uh, you know, she wanted this. I really didn't. Um, there were so many things wrong with mm-hmm. the way they got into polyamory, the reasons they got into polyamory. Oh, I didn't have enough sex in my 20s. I need to do this before I get married. Once I get married, we're going to shut the door on it. And then the whole biosexuality thing. I didn't uh, I didn't explore it there. So once I am done with this year experiment, I'm no longer bisexual. I'm like, baby. <laughs> honey, how old are you? And are you no longer bisexual? Being bisexual is sort of like um, being tall. You, you don't shrink. Well, you know, maybe when I hit ninety, I'll, I'll start hunching over a bit. But normally, you don't. You, you you don't stop being tall, or stop being short, or or stop being black, or stop being white. It, it's it's you are what you are. I know, and it it just so drove me insane. All the cliches, all these stereotypes of. How and why this will never, ever work. It's not to be taken as a documentary to um, model your life after. It's not meant to be a romantic anything, Mm -mm. comedy or drama. I really don't even know where this would fit. 
horror. Yeah, but I like horror. And, and you know, if I have to go through and see, hey, Freddy Krueger, Jason, oh, this shit. You know, it, 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 it just feels like it's degrading the horror realm. I mean, it's it's definitely not a rom-com at all. It just Is there such a thing like... as a rom horror? Mm. Romantic horror movie? Can we just put it in a miscellaneous bin to be forgotten? It's definitely not. It does not qualify anywhere near a B-rated movie. Because even B-rated movies are much better than this. If you're thinking about or you're in polyamory or any type of ethical non-monogamy relationship um you're probably going to laugh at it at best if i wasn't doing a podcast on it i would have turned it off 40 minutes in oh lord there's no laughing it's cringeworthy it is so cringeworthy because you're you just want to scream at the movie and just like no that's not how you do it no that's not right no your communication skills suck that is true. The communication skills were um, worse than the mon- a well, monogamous relationship. That has nothing to do with monogamy. Don't even go there. Um, whether you're monogamous or non-monogamous, there are monogamous couples with great relationships. It was that of two immature teenagers is where I'd go with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because the frontal lobe, lobe has not fully developed, and that's basically the best way to explain how they reacted and acted what, what 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 well now that we're rating films can we give it like you know a fringe worthy um, no 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 it's a scale from 1 to 10 like five penises up would be fantastic and and, and you know five penises down five limp dicks is the worst i would probably have to give this a a half limp dick <laughs> oh god so again no hard dicks, all limp. That's the worst. Five hard ons, that would be the best. I'd go with, I'd go with half a hard on. Sort of like if someone took half a Viagra, but then realized he was watching a, a porno with B. Arthur. So you're kind of getting the goofy hard on from the medication, but you're not really there. Ugh! Why did you have to bring in B. Arthur? No. It, it, it was done in no. Airheads, and I can never forget that oh, movie. Oh God. Not airheads. Oh, no, 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 no. It's like, why? Why? So, our that's young, it. Our younger audience members are not going to get that. <laughs> we catered to no ages or all ages. So. Yes, but I, I know. But this this is what we, we, we took one for the team. Team being all of you. To spare you from this uh, uh, avoidance of ethical non-monogamy done the wrong way and then saying, you're right, it does not work. Although, I do want to go ahead and do like a Mystery Science Theater Us reviewing The Secretary. Because that was a good one. Oh, The Secretary was fantastic. Was it a- was, I loved it. it. It was great. The communications, the directions. The protocols. The protocols. Um, the dominant and submissive, yes, it was absolutely well done. Underrated, but you know, it's because, um, oh, what was a uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal was in it. Maggie Gyllenhaal. I was just thinking and of the guy. It's like he David Spade. David Spade. No, 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 no. Spader, Spader. Yeah. Um. Oh, James Spader. James Spader. That's it. I had to think about it because oh yeah, that 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 has this yeah um 
Yeah, no. <laughs> we but, won't go into Angelique's past in, in regards to how, how she is like six degrees separated from James Spader. Okay, we'll move on, which is something <laughs> I wanted to tell you. Don't we have someone who's kind of sponsoring us for this event? Yes, we are being sponsored tonight, this podcast, to save it. That's why we are using this fabulous Bunny's Pleasure Box. They sent us this fabulous box you could see the review on youtube of us opening the couples pleasure box because they do have one box for men one box for women and one box for couples and bunny's pleasure box goal is to provide you with the adult toys and sexy surprises that are both in line with your comfort level and help you discover new desirable things Bunny Pleasure Box aims to take stress and shyness all out of the bedroom and instead they are helping you discover new ways to keep things fun, frisky, and exciting. I will say from opening the box, it was a, a, a lot of a variety of different items. Yes, and they are very affordable. It is $60 for the box, and it is filled with about five to eight different products. And the one box that we did receive, we had um, blindfold, we had um, rose petals. I, I love, did like the rose petals. Yes, the massage candle and the handcuffs. Those were pretty good there. Uh, a little games, um, and of course, our favorite lube and stimulators to really focus everything. So, uh, yes, it, it was a was good a, box. It, it was a cool box, and we've gotten plenty of boxes before. We did like this one. Mm -hmm. uh, we will be doing a YouTube review on it shortly and putting that up. Probably up before the time this podcast airs. <laughs> We hope. It would definitely. But um, most important, they do ship discreetly. So no one's going to know what is in the box or what is the box. So it's a, just another, you know, US, uh, UPS, USP, whatever delivery. Oh, come on. With how much stuff most people get from Amazon, no one's going to notice one box. <laughs> For all we know, that's your toilet paper or your... Because uh, people order the weirdest stuff off of Amazon these days. So no no one's going to think a word of it. It's nice. It's discreet. It shows up. You'll have a ball with it. Really, hon? It's like how many times we've gone through your boxes there. And then I'm just like, thank God they're discreet. <laughs> no comment. But if you like to find out more, you can check it out on the YouTube channels. So, And if you have other movies you'd like us to go ahead and see uh, and review... Please let us know because we're, we're looking for others. Of course, there's a secretary. Someone said um, Fifty Shades. I slapped them profusely. Um, well, you know, at the same time, I got kicked out. of. I almost got kicked out of the movie theater because I was laughing so hard at the first Fifty Shades Grey. While everyone was getting hot and heavy and steamy, and I'm just cackling like a friggin' hyena because it was just funny because everything was wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, I can't behave on, on movies that I, you know, it, it's kind of like if you know how to do the sci-fi special effects and you, you know what they did wrong and you're just kind of laughing at it. Yeah, that was it. Because didn't you have that experience there that someone... I, I can't say. Well, no, because you said you couldn't go to Halloween Horror Nights because the person you were dating just kept like yes, rooting that, the moment. It, it wasn't a movie. It was someone who knew special effects. So, yes, going through haunted houses and being told everything and having them be right at every time and them not being afraid of everything. And then here I am, again, trying to be more the mannish part of the relationship. And I'm like, I'm jumping my ass off. 
And it's much more fun to go with you because you jump a lot more than I ever did. Oh, I know. I jumped so much. And not to mention, so did your daughter the first time we took her to Halloween Horror Nights that your your tight-fitting shirt became a triple X large. Well, with that note, do not watch this movie. (laughs) And we're going to thank you all for joining us tonight. (laughs) Hey, John, I want to get a new toy. Okay, so let's go to Fair Villa. But I don't want to waste time trying to find out what goes with what. Well, there's Fair Villa University, and their staff is very well educated and helpful. Okay, but how about if I just want to go to a party instead? Then go to their website, because on their calendar, they list all their events. But I don't want to spend a lot of money. Have you heard of their loyalty program? Oh, yeah, that thing on my keychain that makes everyone blush every time they see it. That's the one. Let's go. Well, they have over five locations in Central Florida. Which one do you want to go to? Fair Fair Villa. Villa. For For pleasure, fun, fun, and and fantasy. Thank you for listening to Sex Pods and Me. If you like our content, please like, subscribe, and review us. You can find us on social media platforms at Sex Positive Me or on our website at sexpositiveme.com. You can also reach me on all social media platforms as Miss Angelique Luna. And you can find me at John C. Luna. And if you liked content like this and want some more, please subscribe to our monthly newsletter. And thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.